Hey everybody, welcome back to the No Rights Podcast. That's right, the No Rights Podcast, because I am Ben, a.k.a. No Rights, and I am back. I'm back, baby! Yeah, I know nobody expected that either. I'm sorry, I don't know where that came from. But anyway... You you were gone? Well, it's not like anybody would know, because they weren't listening when I wasn't here. hey Anyway. Nobody so, listens anyway. Not even you, Frank. So no, I'd, not really. I'd like, I'd like to... To uh, welcome my two co-hosts, my good buddy and, and friend and co-host as as per usual, Ian. How you doing, Ian? Doing okay. Shout out, Soko. Shout out, And also joining us as per usual, my twin brother and arch nemesis, Franklin. How you doing, Frank? Sup. Sup. <laughs> uh, Frank's like the weather guy on Family Guy. It's raining. Now do one angry. All. It's raining sideways. <laughs> Who wants this dog? Who wants this dog? <laughs> all right. So anyway, yeah. So let's uh, let's play catch up with everybody because I was on a previous show with you guys, but then I couldn't make last week's. So uh, wow. you had some time to talk amongst each other about you know. Yeah, we decided you're not going to work out. Yeah. We're not going to have you on the show anymore. You just don't do it for us. <laughs> yeah, we're taking over your show. I got, I have all the the audio clips and stuff. We can just take the whole thing Oh, yeah, over. Ian. Go I ahead. told you we have, we have out-of-state listeners. No, I didn't know that. We have out-of-state listeners, and uh, my wife went to visit them over uh, last past week or whatever, over the weekend, and uh, they said, Where's the show been? We, it, it, it's not been posted because they didn't realize it was on your channel. Well, it wasn't. The audio wasn't posted because I posted to my site and to that feed, but I was away, so it was all on Ian's YouTube feed. So, well, that, that's where they listen to. It. They don't go to your fucking site. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> what do you it mean? I have work. a great site. He's like they, well, my Tumblr. I have no, a Tumblr. Her, her cousin. Uh, Andy, hi, Andy. Uh, well, he let us know actually last week. Hey, Ben's uh, video got blocked, like right after we did the show, because he uh, he went to watch it or listen to it, I guess, and uh, it was blocked you. Yeah, it was blocked because Ian was watching a YouTube video during the stream, and uh, you know why? I'm just saying he was the one who let me I, know. I'm 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 just letting people know if you play a YouTube video during your video, uh, that stuff get get caught. <laughs> And, uh, Even without sound. Well, I mean, it's, it was a trailer for a thing. You know, you figure they'd be like, oh, yeah, show that, show our stuff. No, that's ours. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> let's let's catch up with what everybody's been up to since, since the last time I've been around. What about you, Frank? What have you been doing since we last spoke? Still being a dick? Just sitting <laughs> on this rocking chair with the... No, just uh, mostly work. Uh, got a concert t- uh, tomorrow night. My barber's uh, band is uh, doing a show. Oh, I didn't know he had a band. Yeah. I know he has bands come in and play at the place. I didn't no, know. No, he no, was no, in no. I don't. I, I, I've been going to one of the barbers there. Not the not the guy who owns the joint. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So the other guy, not Kenji, but uh, uh. one of his guys, Pat. I actually knew from an outside source. 
an outside uh, source. I knew him, and then I come in there, and I'm like, oh, shit, you cut hair, man? And he's like, yeah. So he's my barber now. Wouldn't, Brandy, that be, wouldn't it be bad if you were friends with a guy and you're like, oh, oh yeah, you cut my hair, and then he cuts it, and you're like, I really don't like the way he, cut, he cuts it, but he's my friend. I don't. You get that Seinfeld thing, like, oh, he cut your hair like you're a little boy. <laughs> no, I just wouldn't come in there anymore. <laughs> or I'd say, no, man, you're cool. Let the other guy do it. Well, what was that show where the one guy, like, he had to, had to have emergency dental work and his, his neighbor was his dentist? I think it was Dick Van Dyke or something. Was like, you had emergency, you had dental work without me. You cheated on me. What? I don't know. Anyway, but go I ahead, Ian. I'm sorry for interrupting. You went to the barbershop? You went to the barbershop? Are you sure it's a barbershop when they have to use uh, wax and buffing on you? I get it, Ian. You think I'm bald. I have longer hair than you do. Ah, oh, boy. Hey, you have I almost missed this. Huh? You have longer nose hairs. I, you know, that's because I'm a man, Ian. <laughs> All right, so, so you're, what kind? What kind of band is he in, Frank? He's in several bands. Uh, this is his uh, psychobilly band. Okay, psychobilly, gotcha. Yeah, he plays. What's he play? In this one, in this one oh, believe, so he's that guy. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> yeah, he plays bass uh, in this one. His other band, he plays guitar and sings, and I don't know what else he does. He's in, the, he's in several of them. Ah, well, that's good. He's a busy fellow, that guy. Oh, good for him. Yeah, yeah so keep him busy. But I'm gonna go because last uh, time they played a show, a uh, buddy of mine from. Excuse me, the hiccups. From uh, my old car club days from Pittsburgh's coming up, and I feel kind of shitty because last time I told him I'd come and I'm like, I went and I, where I left the show because I had to go to the show, and mm -hmm. I got there and there I was circled over to park. I, I think. circled the place yeah. for like an hour and I'm like, fuck this. I'm just I went home, so I feel shitty because I flaked on him. So I'm gonna go ahead and go. I was gonna take my Chevy because you know Rockabilly, Psychabilly, old custom cars uh -huh. are always awesome. But I didn't want to take my car uh, tomorrow because it's supposed to rain. And not that I don't, I'm afraid of driving in the rain. It's just if anything does happen, I'm not crawling under the fucking thing in the rain. So. All right, yeah. then. Hmm. So how about you, Ian? What you been up to? Uh, been going on dates. And Ooh. He's been seeing other people, Ben. Are you worried? <laughs> well, he's not hosting other podcasts. I'm not worried. He might. <laughs> yeah, I went on a date with this one person. We talked about sports. I'm so so ashamed. I feel dirty. He doesn't know anything about sports, does he? You know, with the sports ball and the yeah the football bat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, are, are you by the way, am, seeing... I on, am I on camera? By the way. Yes, yes, you're on camera. Ian. I don't okay, know. I haven't minimized. Am I on candid candid camera? <laughs> I'm just making sure you don't have it stuck on you because people might be eating if they're watching this. <laughs> girls, I've girls, you're both pretty. I've got it locked on me. Since I've got my fan going in here, it might flicker back and forth to, too much, so I just lock, locked it on me. Because I got yeah, Ohio is hot right now. <laughs> yes, yes. It's hot as balls. Yeah. 
But anyway, so so you've been going on dates, Ian. Have you, have you been seeing the same Lee that we we talked to you last time? You're like, no, I moved on, man. I... No, I've been seeing the same person, yeah. Oh, good, um, good. Glad things are working out. Also, I've been working on this uh, a small modeling project here. Um, oh, that's good. Let me see. Uh, do screen share here. I'm. Actually, uh, let me sh let me go to my other screen. I'm not sure. Did I didn't I showed Frank on the show before, but I don't think I showed you that I finally got a new phone here. This is the Samsung Note 5. Yeah, I saw you guys talking about it. Yeah. So. so the only thing is, is I need a case for it. I need a new so. beverage. I'll be back. <laughs> okay, Frank. Um. What I what I'm doing is I'm trying to. I was gonna model and then 3D print out uh, a phone case for it and what oh. I was going to do is I was talking with Frank about it last time on the show is I was going to put like a, a tripod mount on the case and then uh, like a filter ring so I could put filters over the camera oh well but right now I'm in the process of just modeling the phone itself I, I was going to model in all the I had this little uh, reference cube here for modeling. Oh, uh, so like you can see all the different views of it. This is mm -hmm. what people use this for 3D modeling phones and shit. Or, uh, mm -hmm. you know, like various models and characters, you know, like if you wanted to draw like your own character or whatever, like you have a model sheet, then you can draw the, you put like all the different views of that in mm -hmm. there. 3D viewport here. Um, so what I'm doing is I'm going through and modeling the actual case, and then I'm going to model in all like the 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 head jacks and the and ports USB and all that ports stuff, yeah. and stuff, so I can build a case around it. Plus, if I ever wanted to use the 3D model of the actual phone itself for something, at least I have that too. Um, you have the I just in wireframe, but you can sort of see this is the outside case of it so far so basically I just got to go through and model the camera and uh, stuff here that's gonna go on top here so but mm -hmm. it's it's pretty it's pretty fun getting back into modeling again you know I mean, yeah I mean you're good at it, man you know you might as well especially since you're, you're into all that th you know 3d printing stuff you know are you gonna have your dad print print it out, or are you gonna print it out on Nate's system, or what? What what's the what's the plan there? Well, uh, I my dad gave me back. I had this. I don't know if I showed. I didn't show you on camera. Um, here I have this. This is the black filament here. This is. I bought this and I was using it on my dad's printer at work, but he just gave he gave it back to me now that I have a printer with Nate. So. Oh. It's pretty. It's pretty good. It's nice and shiny, black filament, and that's yeah. what I'm gonna use for the case. Uh, but uh, I was talking with Frank. I think it'd be a cool idea. Uh, I've never messed around with it yet, but uh, I was thinking about maybe giving it like a, a rubbery type feel. So I was gonna mess around with that that thing called plastic dip, that like rubberized frame. Mm. I'm not sure if you've ever. Uh, have you heard of that? 
I, I don't know. I'm not. A big, I don't know a lot of the 3D printing stuff out, that's out there, but I, I get what you're talking no. about. No, it's it's not specifically for uh, 3D printing. It's Plasti Dip is a aerosol. It's a coating thing. Yeah, it's a coating thing. People that could use it for like tool handles or whatever to give the handle like a, a rubber grip feel. You know, Fra me and Frank was talking about it. I mean, people Plasti Dip their whole car. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, what, whatever works as long as you get the, you know, do it with the cheap stuff first to make sure you got it all sized right so stuff will fit in, so. Yeah. And then, ah, okay. I mean, for the longest time, I didn't have a case on my phone, and then right before, you know, a little bit before I left on my trip, I'd grab my phone, and it would just fly out of my hand like a greased pig. So, I, so I finally, let me just switch to my camera real quick. So I got one, one of these cases, because, like, They'll, they'll print stuff on a case, but it'd still be slick. So it's like, well, how, I want something with some texture, something I can actually grip and isn't going to fly out of my hand. So I got this one that has the uh, Vans uh, waffle print for the you know, bottom of your shoe. <laughs> and it's a little rubber. And what's nice about it is that the, uh, the bottom ports are wide enough so when I set it on, I've got a little adapter that'll go from the 30-pin to the... Uh, lightning adapter thing it'll actually like connect I don't have to take the case off because that's a hassle in some cases you gotta take them off to get to the ports so yeah can I show uh, let me show you Frank I was starting on modeling the case here Frank or the the actual phone model oh, and oh. I'm gonna model the case around that did you uh, just do that off of measurements or did you just download somebody else's shit yeah, I measure. I just measured it myself, and I took these pictures here. And I use this little <laughs> reference box here. I was telling Ben. You okay, Ben? Down the wrong pipe. Yeah, down the wrong pipe. Whew, that sucks. But this is just a cube with the difference views on my phone, and then I'm gonna model from that. Okay. Like I have to model in all the ports. Yeah. No, this. I have to model all the ports in and shit. Yeah, Mac. So yeah, you're a big, uh, you're a big Max guy, aren't you? Ian? Yeah, I am. I've, I've, I used to always be up with the latest and greatest and knowing like every feature of it. Like, but there's just been so many features that's come out for it, and like I'm on 2015, and now they just came out with 2017. It's like even up with the Joneses on the software not like any software nowadays it's like hard to try to memorize everything you know yeah well I mean I don't know man it depends on the program like I've been using CS3 for all my you know Photoshop and Illustrator and Flash stuff that I've got because I didn't see anything interesting about CS4 and then later on when I did look into upgrading they're like basically you have to pay, pay a whole new thing again it's like that's not a you, you want to save me a hundred dollars or something. It's like, no, that's not a deep. Now, and... Oh, getting a call from my mom while she's... Uh, talk amongst yourselves, gentlemen. <laughs> hey, but you know, what I'm probably going to do is I'm going to try to... Uh, yes, hello. You know, to try to make sure it fits right instead of printing the whole phone. I'm going to mm -hmm. do, like, a cross-section of, like, of the thing horizontally and vertically, just like a small slice, and print that out. Do like a quarter of it or something. 
Yeah, just to see if it snaps onto the phone correctly. Because if the shit doesn't fit right, and I printed the whole thing, that's like a lot of wasted material on time, you know? Uh, oh, speaking of wasted material, when I was in college, I told you I got an associate's in mechanical engineering, right? Right. My uh, my teacher I had at the time, he told me he he had a you know he was looking for a job at a factory, and he was desperate. He said, "Man, look, I'm I'll even take pushing the broom if you you know need that. I just need a job in the field where I can work my way up." And the guy's like, "Well, man, I really don't need anything." But he's chatting with the guy, and he says, "Well, wait a minute." He's like. You're really good with math. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I took it all the way through college. Everything. He says, do you know trig? And he said, yeah. Basically, the guy didn't know the, tri uh, the trig uh, formulas to figure out his wasted uh, material. So he was over 50% waste with what he was doing. Huh. He's like, I could have told that guy, this is what I charge, and he would have just printed off my money at that point. All right, so hey, how's it going? <laughs> Sorry about that. So... Okay. Well, I, yeah. We were just talking about how I'm gonna model like a cross section of this thing, like vert, just, vertically and horizontally, so I could see if it'll snap on the phone. So I'm not wasting a whole bunch of materials. So I don't have to print the whole thing out and see if it doesn't fit. You know. <laughs> so you're gonna check. You're gonna print off a seam and see if it fits on yeah. it before you print the whole. That's you know that's good. Exactly. You know, some, a lot of people print stuff in sections and then glue them together. To make yeah, sure big they stuff. Fit. They glue together all the time with uh, with that. Uh, what's the shit? I was oh, watching the thing. No, uh, it was actually the stuff that they do the printing off of the ABS. But he's like, it's it's uh, they they use it to glue together different pieces, so it's soldered together basically. Well, they you well, can I mean, uh, use pretty much uh, acetone, which is pretty yeah. much polish, and it'll. Melt it, like, melt it together. Well, this was a video where the guy was selling a piece, and he was saying, "This is ABS so and so used to bond these together, so it's not going to come apart." I'm like, "Fucking plastic, dude! Plastic glued together." Well, they well, call it ABS juice. Is what? ABS juice. ABS jizz. Okay. Anyway, juice, so like, <laughs> you don't like juice? What's the matter with you? As I was saying, though, I'm I'm glad you know we. Ian's getting back into some modeling. I mean, I've had fun of of I, like I said before. I I didn't upgrade my Photoshop because I didn't I didn't think the uh, the the features they're adding was worth it. And then when I decided to to buy an upgrade, they're like, well, you basically had to buy the whole thing again. So I didn't bother with it then. And now it's reached the point where you know how you get that error in the licensing thing. It's like, oh, your licensing thing is broken. Reinstall the whole thing or run the run the repair thing. And you get the repair tool and you run that. Now I'm at the point where the repair tool is is broken because it it's not supported anymore on the on the current OS. So I have to go into terminal and sudo a Python script to do it. Oh, <laughs> it's terminal. like I mean I'm just sitting here like you know it's great that you know you're like well this program isn't worth supporting anymore but you better not steal it. <laughs> So. Not steal it. Oh man! But anyway. These lazy that's, fuckers. Yeah. No, uh, I was down. I was like we were chatting before the show. I was uh, playing with some uh, rain meter plugins, widgets, whatever. And I found one. And I was like, "Oh, that looks awesome!" And I go to install it, and uh, the guy didn't make it as a package. He just gave you the folder that you have to convert into a package and then install. I'm not doing that. 
Just my ass. Anyway. So anyway. Sorry to, sorry to rain meter on your parade, but I think it's Ben's turn. Anyway. So our listeners at home are probably wondering, where has Ben been the last few weeks? Where, What happened to our awesome host with those are great they, uh, Hawaiian shirts? They're like, who's Ben? <laughs> or they're sitting there going, you know, we've, we, we used to listen to a thing, but life is so much better without that show we used to listen to. Remember that? <laughs> we used to listen to this thing, and it made us hate. Hate! Anyway. But, no, I, uh... I spent a week in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. So sorry, Canadians. Hey. <laughs> oh, you guys. But yeah, I spent. What did, you, spent what did you have for breakfast? Did you have some pancakes and syrup, maple syrup? No, you had no. French toast and bacon. No, I had Lucky Charms, guys. <laughs> because I'm a I'm a filthy American. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I, I, I spent some time over at Quick Draw Animation Society, which is an artist-run co-op for animators. So people come uh-huh. in, they can, if you're a member, you can use their resources to work on your films, you can take classes there. And they have a, they had a 48-hour animation lockdown event, which is over the long weekend, people come in, they, and they work through the night on making films, and then they screen them the next week. So Making films? Not making babies? Make baby. Well, it depends on who's on your team, I suppose. Um, <laughs> did you make some babies, Ben? No, no, Frank. I did. I. Aww. I did. did I, my baby music? was my. My baby was my animated film. <laughs> Aww. But yeah, I'm gonna. You should have gone down and visited Furious Pete. So, here's the, uh, the quick draw link for anybody that wants to check out their site and sign up. I mean, it's a really impressive resource. Something I wish we had, you know, a non-profit for animators. It's like, mm. you can just, you know, it's like, hey, you, you want to, you know, use our our studio to for the light tables, or you want to do some editing on the computers, as long as you, you know, got a membership, uh-huh. you know, you can come in and do that kind of thing, and then they help get your films into festivals and whatnot, so. It's very, very, it's a very cool thing, I think. So, okay, I'm gonna click on the link. Psych. <laughs> he sits. Hey, hey, Ian. 1991 called. They want their lingo back. So, and you know uh, why he wants their shirts back too? Well, they ain't getting them. So, here's my uh, short that I put together. Bottled spirits. I had to cut cut some of the story out to, you know, get it done in the weekend, but I'm going to do a longer version with fuller animation anyway, but for the sake of a, you know, a 48-hour challenge... Oh, whoops. Oh, no, we're going to get fined for copyright. No, no, it's a royalty-free song from Audionautics.com. Oh, no, no, we're going to get fined for copyright because it's your video. Oh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna sue us. Yeah. I want my money, Frank. You, you can't... You... <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so yeah, that was a fun time. Met some cool people. Got to work, staying up all night like I was in college again. <sighs> fun times, fun times. Got to hang out, check out Alberta. You know, Calgary. It's a nice town. Cool people. 
you doing there, Frank? You just looking like, uh huh. I, I'm uh. Yeah, I don't. No, I'm uh. I'm, yeah, uh, I'm uh, playing video games while I'm talking to you. No, I'm, I'm, I'm moving files around. I apologize. Okay. Anyway. This, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, that's what, I, that's what I went for. I was going for a weird-looking film. And, uh... Yeah, I'm going to make a bigger, you know, fuller version later. I had, to, I had a whole section in the middle where there were some demons and stuff, but I had to excise them for the, uh, the short version. <laughs> Fun time and uh, we need to exercise I, this video here. The next oh, button, excuse me. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Well, it was over, anyways. Yeah, because it's only a minute and 32 seconds. So, anyways, but yeah, so I read you up to Frank. Hmm? Nah, just a mess. Oh, tell us about your an an adventures in animation. Well, I got to hang out at Quick Draw, meet the folks there. Uh, Tyler was running the event. Uh, got got to meet some of the other people that that work there. So, a lot of good people. I recommend if you if you live in the Calgary area and you're an animator or you're interested in learning animation, you know, check it out. Meanwhile, he didn't say they're going animation. <laughs> I remember when I was interested in that. Yeah. No, I. I don't know. I, I think, I think I knew early on that I was just going to be interested in, in certain facets of animation, just like the modeling and texturing and stuff. You know, the actual animation yeah. part was a pain in the ass. <laughs> well, I mean that's fine. I mean you know there are entire departments dedicated to people doing the modeling and people doing rigging and people experimenting and figuring out textures and all that stuff, you know, it's... There's all kinds of jobs out there. Yeah. I mean, as for me, I like doing it all, man. It's like, yeah. It's like making the thing, doing the storyboard, having a finished thing done that I am responsible for. So. By, the, by the way, I was talking to Ben Frank, I, I still think it'd be cool to plasti dip that bone case. You have a better grip and stuff like Ben yeah. was talking about with his. I mean, if it'll fit. Well, I could do it on the outside or inside, but mainly I just want to do it on the outside so it'll uh, feel good. And I saw a guy. Slippery. I saw multiple people who plastic dipped their brake rotors. I just saw something where they plastic dipped their whole car. Yeah, but your brake rotor is what the brake caliper grabs onto to stop your fucking wheels. They're like, well, that's... <clears throat> They're like, after a while, it rubs off. Uh, it'll stop your fucking car from stopping. Idiots. Yeah. Well, the, the cool thing, Ben, about this stuff is that you can... If you don't like the car or whatever, you can just peel it off like rubber. It, it is rubber. Like a booger. Yeah. You like a booger. Yep. Uh oh. What happened? Where'd Ben go? Maybe we went back in time. It's last week. Oh no. Uh oh, but why is there two Bens? Okay. I don't. 
or something went wrong. Oh no! Oh my god, hey. we got two bends. This is like some pre twilight Shit. Right here. Do you hear two me's? No. Okay. Yeah, so, so, some sort of error happened where it said an error happened while you were displaying this window. Like, oh, that's that's not good. <laughs> oh man. But anyway, so there's two of me. So you can see my little anime and mascot character, which is nice. She's fun. Well, no, you're frozen. One. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm just seeing the. No, I see you go. Oh, okay, well, let me... this can't there, be there you go. You dropped out. You left. There we go. Yep. I'm gone. Bye, Ben. Two, one down. <laughs> <laughs> Once ago. Haters. <laughs> anyway, I was like, it, "Oh no, we gone back in times last week." Yeah. Oh, Ian, you, got, you I know you guys miss me because you didn't have anything to talk about if, without me here. <laughs> like, oh, bye. Nah, I didn't think Ian was more talkative. Yeah, it was, it was a fun time last week. Oh, well then, I'll just go play with my cat. You guys have fun. Peace. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> so anyway. No, I mean, like, in all honesty, it was, it was something different. I've never done just a show with Frank before. It's a different take. You know. Aw, hi. This little troublemaker. Hey, why didn't you tell me you're doing a show? Hey, I was going to be on. Where's my headset? <laughs> you, you didn't t tell me ahead of time. Well, it, whenever she sees I'm doing something, that's when she starts going, I'm going to mess with all this stuff because you can't come to me. Uh, she's, oh, I'm going to, I got you. All right. Oh, I need a apps running in the background. All right, so enough dilly-daddly. Let's, uh, let's do some hell? news. What do you say, Ian? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Do some news. Okay. Whatever you want, buddy. Look at my cat. Uh. Hmm. Hmm. Well, shit. Did you break Boy. something, Frank? No, I was looking at the uh, <coughs> the uh, configuration file, and it says I need another program to run in the background. There it Maybe is. Maybe you should just focus on being on the show, Frank. I mean, I know it's so much to... <laughs> well, you asked, mother... I asked you to be on the show. You asked me what I was doing. And I said, I told you. <laughs> Alright, so... Ian, why don't you tell us about... L.A. Studio Cosmic Toast shut down without paying its artists, a cartoon grew investigation. 
Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <coughs> okay, um, Cosmic Toe Studios, the Sherman Oaks, California-based animation house behind such efforts as Nickelodeon's animated TV movie, uh, Baluzi Girls, uh, Welcome to L.A., L.A. Prep School and Disney's Maker Studios web series, uh, Purgatory and Powerhouses, Shuttered Operations while still owing back pay, uh, totaling in the tens of thousands of dollars to its full-time staff as well as freelance animators and visual effects artists dating back to summer of 2015. An investigation by a cartoon crew has found uh, seven of those employees owed wages, both staff and freelancers, all of whom spoke on condition of anonymity and an enemy, I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, have told Cartoon Brew that they have gone months without pay despite assurances from the studio that their money will be forthcoming. One employee described the situation as heartbreaking. In a series of emails during the last December, Cosmic Toast CEO Deborah Pearson assured the staff that checks will be forthcoming and that that studio owner uh, Alan Anderson was securing funding, but those funds were or never arrived in full. An email seen on Christmas Eve of 2015 explained that funds had yet to clear, but checks would need to be reissued Monday. No checks ever appeared in subsequent emails dated January 2nd of 2016. Uh, January, January 5th, the 6th, and the 7th tried to reassure the staff that they that their wages were coming. One animator who worked as a freelancer for Cosmic Toast for several months in the fall of 2015 says 60-hour work weeks were typical on Purgatory. Uh, Purgatory producer Maker Studios is a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company. After being promised wages at, at a rate of $1,300 a week in the an the animator has yet to see any forms of payment. Another animator told Cartoon Brew that they worked for two months on Purgatory, finished in November of 2015, and had never received any payment. Yet another said they were not paid for three of the five months of employment at Cosmic <laughs> hmm. Not only has paychecks failed to arrive as promised, but IRIS tax information provided to the freelancers has been incomplete and inaccurate. One animator told Cartoon Brew that the W-2 form Cosmic Toast provided included numbers for only one pay period. As a result of these inconsistencies, many of the animators fear uh, repercussions from the IRS and are wary of filing inaccurate information. They have not been able to get accurate information due to the studio's continued failure to provide it. And it goes on to say the trouble appears to have be, began when in February of 2015, Cosmic Studios was, was bought by NB Inc., a, a Walnut Creek, California-based company that operates the youth-oriented social media platform, uh, famlava.com. Unbeknown to the staff at the time, uh, NB's CEO, Alan Anderson, was... No stranger to controversy. In 2000, Anderson was fired for cause as chairman 
the CEO of the new defunct software company, Quintus, and then <coughs> O2, the Securities and Exchange Commission, the federal agency charged with enforcing federal securities laws, filed a complaint in federal court alleging that Anderson filed false financial statements, fabricated sales transactions, forged documents, and falsely inflated revenue reports when uh, he uh, ran Quintus. The NEC obtained a permanent injunction against Anderson in the case. That's pretty crazy. I think it's just a sort of a long article, but yeah. Mm. What, what do you think? You're the cartoon brew expert, Ben. What do you think about this investigation? Well, I mean, it, it's not surprising that studios not paying artists for their work. Um, it's really sad that it went, went on this long, you know, in like December 2015. Now it's now June, and it's like, you know, it, it's, it's so weird because, like, you know, if they were doing a project for Maker, a studio owned by, you know, company owned by Disney, it's like, there, there should be money coming in. Somebody has not been uh, putting things in the pot properly. What do you what do you think, Frank? Oh, boy. Yeah. There is some money involved in... Uh... Hmm? That, that was weird. What? All my icons... <laughs> Uh huh. I didn't click anything. I don't. I don't know what happened. Just like the people that that worked at this at this studio, unfortunately. Um, oh. Well, I I hope uh -huh. they I hope the people that that work there can get things straightened out and can get compensated or at least file their taxes properly, because man, that's you know that's another thing that like you know you, you can be stiffed on payment, but to 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 give people incomplete stuff so they can't file properly, like that's uh, yeah, that's, that's screwing them over two ways. Yeah, that's 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 gonna mess stuff up because it's like you know they can find you know people can find ways to make ends meet, but if like you have to sit and account for what you were doing and you don't you have you know nobody wants to get you know checked out because of all that. <laughs> I think uh, they're gonna have some lawsuits, man. <laughs> yeah. I can see it. So you don't yes. say, buddy. Uh. Anyway, now, it's a shame to see you know another studio causing yeah. issues because there's only so much work out there. So, well, what was it they were affiliated with Disney or something too? So yeah, well, they were working on a piece for Maker, which is, you know, owned by Disney, so. Yeah. That's crazy. And I've heard of other cases about, you know, artists. It, it's like, when it comes down to it, it's like, it seems like artists are, like, the person that's, like, the, uh, it's like, oh, it's okay to skim them or something, you know? It seems like it happens to them, like, quite frequently, you know? Well, artists are kind of afraid to to speak up because if they do, well, they might get a reputation and not be able to find work, you know. So they they have, a lot of times they'll get underpaid or they'll you know agree to 
you know, specious terms, and then get, I'm gonna have to lock this cat out. She decides it's time to claw. <laughs> Brb, talk amongst yourself. Well, what do you think, Frank? Are artists a lot of times the they're screwed the, over? The, yes, they're screwed over pretty much. They're taking advantage yeah. of. Yeah, because they're they well, yeah, cause especially if they don't know, then they just uh, you know screw them over, set you know give them a deal that's not worth the fuck, and uh, I mean, if you have you seen people like doing freelancing pinstriping work and they've gotten screwed over? Uh. Not freelance, because, you know, as long as you know what the hell you're worth, then you can charge it. Uh, I've seen people get screwed over when they go to a guy and they get him and they pay a lot of money for a piece of shit. Yeah. That's buyer beware, you know, you gotta, I mean, just like a tattoo, you go and you get a look at what they've done, if they can't show you shit they've done, then they ain't done shit. All right then. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So yeah. here's hoping the best for all the people involved in that story. They, they, here's hoping that, that things get straightened out for them and that they get paid because, yeah, it's, the the industry is a rough place to be. So what about a uh, GTA Online needs to rest? Says Take Two CEO. CEO. <laughs> yes. It needs nappies. Tell us all about this, Ian. Uh. Grant that auto publisher Take Two has said GTA Online was never intended as a permanent fixture, and that the franchise needs to rest, uh, quote unquote. As reported by GameSpot, speaking at the Cowan and Company Technology, Media and Telecom Conference, CEO Strauss Zelnick explained Take Two never intended for GTA Online to become a permanent entity. Uh, not only was it not our intention that GTA was online was permanent, but it's important that it not be permanent. He says, uh, we have to rest the franchise at some point. Uh, Previously, Zonik used the term permanent when talking about the likes of Red Dead Redemption evolving GTA series, but uh, never individual online modes. To date, GTA Online has brought in over $500 million in revenue via its shark card microtransaction system, the same system through controversial, <coughs> though controversial to some, subsequently lets developers release content peri- periodically free of charge. With the exception of the NBA and WWE yearly franchises, Take-Two tends to avoid releasing games annually, the logic behind it being that by resting a franchise, people are more likely to be excited by a new installment rather than suffering what uh, marketers call franchise fatigue, quote-unquote. Although the sun will eventually set on the sunny hills of Los Santos, there's still some content on the way for GTA Online. Further adventures in finance and uh, felony arrives uh, at on June uh, 7th and is being touted as one of the biggest and deepest updates to date. The game. Yeah. So, oh uh, boy. We need um, we need to put the this game on 
to a rest, just like when a Disney movie needs to go back in the vault to make it more expensive if you decide to get a copy of it. Oh boy. And so that they're making a lot of money, and uh, it could it could still uh, be a big revenue generator for it. But they're like, oh, we don't have we don't want to worry about that anymore. Well, the argument I I get that they say they don't re- release games annually in the in this, and they don't want people to get fatigued with the game. But if you buy the game, and there is multiplayer, you kind of want to play what you own. They're not at, you know, this isn't asking for DLC and constantly release new updates. It's like, I, I kind of want to keep keep having the thing I have. I don't I don't want companies to get in the state of, now eh, we're just going to, you know, make it so you can't play that game on the computer, on this system anymore. Yeah, we're just going to, just going to blackball it and say, yeah, we don't like it anymore. It's like, mom, mom just got her kids, or I don't know if you get her kid, but it's like you get... You just get this fresh new GTA game you haven't played, and then it says, "Oh yeah, play the on the box." It says, "Play online uh, with everybody," and, and then it gets shut down. <laughs> well, I mean, we talked about Dark Spore and other games like you know that Windows Online th- thing where it's like, you know, those you can't do those anymore, and it you know pirates and stuff have to be the ones keeping those things alive because the people that support them don't support them anymore, and. I'm not comfortable with this kind of attitude, especially towards online play, because, you know, some games, like, that's kind of the fun of it. I mean, granted, GTA, you know, 5 or whatever is a a big game, and there's a lot you can do in it, but it's like, have the fun, you know, is going out there and doing things, man, and... Yeah, let's let's rest the online feature of Call of Duty. (laughs) Plus, I mean, when a movie comes out, it's like... People want to rent the other movies and see what they're missing, or you know, some people buy a bundle with all the games in it so they can, you know, play through and see see what's going on. And it's like, you say, eh, let's just rest this. It's like, really? Because are they going to rest Call of Duty? Are they going to rest <laughs> the other games that are out there? I don't know. Just, I don't know, man. It's a weird way to phrase it. I get what they're trying to do. They'd rather have people, you know, miss it, but. It's like, I don't know if you can manufacture that without upsetting people. What do you think, Frank? Yeah, what, what do you think about all this? I mean, th- I do have a couple game articles for you, so I've, I've figured you'd appreciate these. Yes, I do. Uh, I think I agree with what Ben said about uh, going back in the vault kind of thing, uh, trying to squeeze more money out of a franchise. But, I mean, people are going to buy the fucking game. I mean, but well, I mean, why, it's it's, why screw over the people who already bought it? Well, I mean, like that article said, you know, the microtransactions were controversial, but they've already made 500 million bucks from it, so it's like, it's controversial what people do. Uh... <laughs> you know, man, Rockstar really is some... just the base of controversy, man. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, I'm interested in this next story, being as how I run a WordPress site. WordPress plugin yeah. with 10,000 plus installations being exploited in the wild. No fix available for critical flaw that's been under attack since last week. Mm. Yeah. Tell us all about this one, Ian. 
WP Mobile Detector automatically dis is this an ad or is this just No, that's the listing on the uh on the repository site. Okay. Well, a, a, a growing number of WordPress websites have been infected by attackers exploiting a vulnerability that uh, remains unpatched in a widely used plugin called WP Mobile Detector. Security researchers warn the attacks have been underway since last Friday and are mainly being used to install porn-related spamming scripts, according to a blog post published Thursday. The vulnerability or the underlying vulnerability in WP Mobile Detector uh, came to light on Tuesday in this post. The plugin has been removed from the official WordPress plugin uh, directory. As of Wednesday, the plugin reportedly had more than 10,000 active uh, installations, and it appears many remained active at the time this post was being prepared. The security flaw stems from the plugin failure to remove malicious inputs submitted by website visitors because WP Mobile Detector performs no security checks. An attacker can feed malicious PHP code into requests received by websites that use the plugin. The vulnerability is very easy to exploit. Uh, security, security analyst Douglas Santos wrote, uh, all the the attacker needs to do is send a request to resize PHP or uh, Tim Thumb PHP. Yes, Tim Thumb. In this case, it just includes resize PHP inside the plugin directory with the backdoor URL. Uh, it says uninstall now with no update available. The most sensible course of action to vulnerable websites is to completely uninstall that plugin. Uh, a partial fix involves disabling PHP execution and the uh, plugin sub subdirectory, but that measure doesn't stop attackers from uploading malicious files to that directory and linking to them elsewhere online. Website administrators may also evoke write privileges altogether to the subdirectory, but that may prevent the plugin from working. Most application level firewalls don't provide meaningful protection against the exploits either, although uh, Security paid its firewall service, or said its firewall service does provide a, a patch using a virtual hardening engine. The vulnerability can be exploited only when PHP option allow underscore URL underscore FO, fopen is enabled. Uh, if the exploit's invocation of resize PHP sounds familiar. It may be because of the recent vulnerability detected in ImageMagick, a widely used image processing library that many sites use directly or indirectly to resize images uploaded by end users. However, security CTO Daniel CLD, or Daniel Said, I'm sorry, told ARSers that there's no connection between the two vulnerabilities. So I don't know. I don't think Ben. I don't think you probably use that plugin, but no. Uh, I mean, I think it's good that it's no longer on on the directory. But I know that like WordPress can identify when a a a, a plugin is busted and remove it or fails to update properly. So they should have something out to to locate this in the wild and alert people. I mean, 
granted, I think the developer should have put something out, you know, saying disable this now, <laughs> you know, or something on their own. So, I mean, that's the thing about the plugin directory. It's you know, they are kind of strict about making sure stuff is safe on there. But then again, stuff does kind of tend to get out of date. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts, Frank? I I wasn't listening. Okay. Mm. <clears throat> no, I was reading this. I got to put in a code and shit, and, like, I'm not... I can't read this shit and listen to what you guys were talking about at the same time. I apologize. Well, there's a link if you want to read the article there. No. By I the mean, time I read it, you'll move on to some other shit, so that's fine. <laughs> well, anyway, I think it's an important point that whenever PHP, get, you know, whenever a, a, a code lets, lets somebody enter something and enact it, that's a very you know serious loophole you got to be careful of with with scripts. I mean stuff. I mean even if you don't use stuff off the directory, if you just find a plugin that looks cool, you know sometimes oh it's very simple, but it's also can be easily exploited like that. But, you know I mean I've had people inject stuff into my site before and I've had to go roll back to previous backups. It's not cool. Do not do not want so. Do not want. What are your thoughts, Ian? Um, well, it's just like, I was thinking the other day, man, you know, hackers and stuff, they, like, it's sort of like, it's, they're very resourceful, it's it's like w people making, like, a weapon out of, like, a plastic spoon or whatever in jail, it's like, they have, they, there's, like, exploits in just, like, PDF files, like, uh, because I remember I was opening up a PDF file and it it said it's the Adobe Acrobat Reader is in this mode or whatever so that you don't get hacked or whatever. It's like, man, how desperate do you have to be to try to hack people through some kind of PDF sh shit, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, if there's a way to do it, people will do it. I mean, there was an, there was an old uh, Lucy show bit where it's like, oh... You get double your money back if you if you return these cans if you get these cans and they're not the best you've ever tasted. Oh, well, I'll buy these cans and I'll return them for twice as much and then I'll use those to buy more cans. And it's like, you know, that's a, a scheme. If there's somebody finding a way, they're like, you know, affect somebody else's computer. It's not their computer. And if they think they can make some shekels off of it, they think they can do something that, that they they want to do with it. People will do it. And unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. That's how it is with, with tech stuff. I mean, the cool stuff that's very common is very is becomes you know prone to be a t like exploited and attacked because it's it's very common and people use it and therefore that's where the booby traps come in. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's just it's cr crazy. I mean, but a lot of the hackers are you know they're motivated usually by. Like, a lot of times it's just, like, pranks, like you said, or whatever, but sometimes it's just, like, they're motivated by their religion or something, you know, and their beliefs. Well, I mean, yeah. with hackers, it's, it's usually some people, they do it to prank people, other people, they do it to try and show their superiority, and then... Sometimes, sometimes they do it to show that there's an exploit, say, hey, you might want to fix this. Well, I mean, I think the biggest reason, though, to do it is be is because people use it for money. When you get stuff like botnets and spam and stuff, it's like yeah. nobody likes spam. But if it works at all, you know, the people that run it are gonna, you know, are gonna do it because it's easy to do. And what have they got to lose? So, uh, right. well, 
So anyway, our next news story is AMD Radeon RX 480 revealed. Polaris debuts in 160 pound, $200 yeah. card designed for VR. AMD goes mainstream with 36 CUs, 4 gigabytes of GDDR5 on a 256-bit bus and 150WTDP. Um, I'm sorry yeah. if I excited so many people. I know I'm so aroused by that, but uh, please tell, tell everybody what that means, Ian. Yes, I, I think I might get this card, Frank. What do you think? I just heard number, 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 number. Let me click the thing here, see what the hell you're talking about, because that, that. Let me give you a link here. But Let's see what the fuck. Oh, the uh, Radeon uh, R400. 480. The RX 480. Well, so, that's just the first one in the 400 series. Yeah. I, I'm like, like the thing about getting this, it's two hundred dollars. Well, well like they were saying with the. Well, I was just gonna, you, you guys, what I was thinking, goddammit. No, it's like uh, when they were saying with the 1080, you, there's gonna be a 1070 because people are fucking cheap. So I'm sure there are gonna be whatever increment. I don't know what increments they're gonna go with here. So I don't know if this is the top tier or the small. Like you said, it's 200, so that's probably the bottom. Yeah. Um, well, who was it? Uh, I was watching the latest Tech Talk with the Jay's Two Cents. and uh, he was Yeah, and Barnacles. Uh, and he was pretty much saying that it's from, like, the bench... Like the specs and everything, it's pretty much nips at the heels a little bit at the 1070. Um, oh, but for 200 bucks. Yeah, for 200 dollars, and I don't think it outperforms its its own best card, which is the Fury. Yeah, so, um, but it's different. It's it, it, they're gonna be making a lot of people happy though at that price point. Yeah, at that price point. Because even uh, if you it was your splurge, you get their higher end card. What's that? I mean, the the base 1080 is seven hundred dollars. Yeah, not even the overclocked theory. edition. Same like, price too. Well, like uh, what what like all the other think about all the like the R300s and the even the uh, Nvidia cards. Like the higher ends, the overclocked editions. Those are, you know, depending on which one you get, they're expensive as hell. If this starts out at two hundred. No, yeah. That's not bad. Well, they're they're gonna be doing. This uh, guy's happy as hell to hold that car too. Look, look, two hundred yeah. fucking dollars. Look <laughs> at that shit. It, you know, and it, gotta say mm-hmm. something about those Radeon uh, series graphics cards. They vary, like they don't vary a whole lot. I've got actually, I got some really old. Uh, graphics cards, well not really old, but older uh, Radeon graphics cards that were gifted to me by some of our listeners. Thanks guys. And uh, I've been trying to figure out what to do with them and the, aside from the color scheme and thickness, those they don't look dissimilar to that. It's, well, it's really it's re- very clean looking and I think they said it was only like one six pin connector or whatever which is nice. Shit. Oh, um, but can you run it in Crossfire? Yeah, I believe you can. <laughs> no, 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 because um, we're in the 1080. You can only run it in two way SLI. Well, that, that was a decision made by NVIDIA for the future of all of their um, cards. That's what I'm saying, though. If people are going to buy something to be flashy, 
look, I got six of these motherfuckers because they were two hundred. Let's see, two hundred times uh, six. That'd be twelve hundred dollars. So. There was the day they announced the ten eighty on Reddit. There were guys who were like, "Here's here's my budget list build," and like they put like four ten eighties, and it's like, "What's the fucking point? It's gonna run like balls." They're like, "It'll function." I'm like, "That's not the point." So anyway, well, I believe it. The thing operates at five teraflops or whatever, which I think the the seven uh, the ten eighty does like. Six something, like six. My uh, my, my coworker Floyd, he's been all about the teraflops lately because they when they announced the 10A, he's like, dude, it's this many teraflops. I'm like, and how much is it? Can you afford it? It's gonna be more than your 360. Yeah. So anyway, Xbox, well, it's Xbox One. Sorry. Well, to answer your question though, like the Jay was saying that the three <coughs> that the uh, you know the Titan was. You know they're gonna probably rebrand the Titan or whatever for the, the for the 1080 the 1080 line. So I'm thinking that AMD is probably gonna do the same thing with this with this line as well. So this is probably yeah. just a start for that. Well, people were saying that it's just, it was stupid of AMD to come this late into the game because the 1080 has already had all this time to come out and gain, credi- gain credibility. But if they're going, no, we're going ultra-budget, motherfuckers, just like everything else we have, you can buy the shit out of this. That's, what's it say? It comes to, sorry, I, I'm reading ahead here. You go ahead. I'm. Well, it says it's supposed to have 36 compute units, which, uh, I don't know. Uh, that's that eight more than that's eight more than the one I've got right now on my machine. Um. Yeah. The thing is, is like what Jay was saying though. Like, AMD is not not trying to really compete too much in the the highest of the high enthusiast market. You know, they're more about the the budget everyday person. You know. Yeah. 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 I. Yeah. I feel you, dog. <laughs> so. Uh, Sweet. Uh, plus, it's uh, the for- the process is a 14 nanometer, which I believe the 1080 and everything was a 16. So uh, they have, since it's smaller, they have more, you know, like the circuitry and stuff is smaller. The process, however, they do that, it's smaller. So they have a lot. They have lots of headroom for this card and potential pr- is pretty much the main point. Oh, so the the 200 model is a. Uh... The, oh, so the 4 gig is the 200, and then the 8 gig is probably more. Yeah. Right. It's it's a good step, though, I think. Uh-huh. What have your thoughts been? And this one's geared towards VR? Yeah. That's what it says at the very bottom of the article. So is... And are you, why are you looking... Forward to this one, Ian. Is it because it's better than what you currently have, or it's because you'd like to jump into VR? Well, or I, what? well no, like, I didn't even notice the VR part. I just, it was just mainly like, yeah, I haven't updated my video card in a, a long time. I was just going to um, say, what one are you running? I'm running an old one. I'm not even on the, uh, I'm not even on like the 2000 line cards or the 200 cards. I'm oh. on like that. that HD versions, like uh, I have a 7850, but I had the version where it was like the gigahertz version, uh, where they were like trying to like really have it be like a, a really high 
boost clock or whatever. So like uh-huh. I think it's like a 1100 boost clock, which is still pretty decent. So, um, and since I don't play a whole lot of games, mainly I'm looking for a decent boost clock and memory speed and stuff for my 3D work. You know. Well, this is a uh, eight more CU than my uh, 380. So that's yeah. You're gonna be right about you're gonna be right about like if you bought a 390, I guess. But it's still cheaper than a 390. That's that's always good. Yeah. I mean, but people are gonna eat it, this shit the fuck up. If you could buy a a VR compatible graphics card for 200 fucking bucks, I already. I mean, I've been in a micro center, you know, in the motherboard aisle. And saw the Intel shit piled high, full, and the AMD stuff flying off the shelves because people are fucking cheap. <laughs> Let's see, it will support AMD FreeSync and HDR video via its DisplayPort. Oh. Yeah, see, oh, well, and HDMI. Uh, like, you have to have a newer um, HDMI monitor. My 34-inch uh, uh, does uh, FreeSync, but only through DisplayPort because that was originally what... Uh, AMD offered it through. It's I don't know if it's compatible through the HDMI. I don't think it is. I can't fucking remember. They said it was coming later this year. I don't know if that means to all of them or just to the newer compatible monitors. Uh, if you're going to be worried about screen tearing, my my view is people say, well, fuck AMD, you know, you're NVIDIA. Well, okay, but if you get G-Sync, which is NVIDIA's brand of it, you have to get a specific monitor that has a chip sold by NVIDIA, and it costs more. Whereas a shit ton of manufacturers just make, you know, a monitor, and they throw in adaptive sync because they already have a display port, you know, on it, and it fucking works. I have no problems with this thing. I love it. Uh, beautiful. And it cost me less than 400 bucks. Full story, bro. So let's Damn. move on to uh, Ian's last news story of the, the, the uh, evening. <laughs> Will Vendi acquire Ubisoft and Gameloft? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, tell us about Good. this one here, Ian. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, it says slowly but surely... Vivendi is trying to get back into the video game industry. After selling back its stake into Activision Blizzard in 2013, the company is looking at another video game giant, Ubisoft. Here's a quick recap. Ubisoft is one of the biggest game developers and publishers in the world behind popular franchises such as Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, Tom Clancy Games, and more. Uh, Gameloft is a successful mobile developer that copies popular uh, gaming licenses and ports and port them over to iOS and Android. On October 14th, uh, I'm guessing of last year, Vivendi announced that it had bought 6.6% and 6.2% of Ubisoft and Gameloft, respectively, but that was just the beginning. One week later, the company announced that it owned 10% of each company. As of today, uh, Vivendi owns 17.34% of Gameloft, representing 15.34% of 
voting rights. It also owns 10.81% of Ubisoft. In many ways, Vivendi is acting like an activist uh, investor buying shares on the public market to gain board control. In particular, Vivendi isn't negotiating with other Ubisoft shareholders and members of the management team. Guess what? They're angry. Oh, you're just telling us we have a show now? <laughs> oh, the... The... How do you say that? Goemont Brothers? Yep. Founded both companies, and they still own a significant chunk of both. Uh, is Galvat has Ubisoft, while uh, Michael Gillamot heads the other. They want to uh, prevent a Vivendi acquisition. For now, Vivendi and the Gillamot family are fighting using public statements. In sh- short, Vivendi is saying that it doesn't exclude uh, acquiring a majority stake in both companies, and the uh, Gallimard brothers are saying that they don't want that. They don't want that. As, as a temporary fix, the Gallimard brothers increased their stake in to Gameloft. They now own 15.64% of Gameloft, representing 24.18% of voting rights. It makes it a lot of harder for Vivendi to grab control of the board. But increasing their share in game locks was easy as the company is only worth uh, 520 million only, uh, while Ubisoft is worth uh, 3.1 billion. Yeah, that's crazy. Eventually, it will be hard to stop of any if it really wants to acquire Ubisoft. Yeah. Well. The brothers are waiting for a White Knight, a company with deep pockets that would work with Ubisoft and Gameloft's management teams to acquire a significant stake in both companies and stop of any, but it's been a few months already and there is no White Knight in sight. Hmm. What do you think, Frank? Well, all, I'm not familiar with uh, Vivendi. Um... I do know that a lot of people are pissed off at Ubisoft because even though you can buy Ubisoft games on like Steam and shit, you have to have a Ubisoft account. It's like Origin; you gotta have its own fucking thing. And it's like, god damn it, another fucking app. Well, Ubisoft has had a lot of issues for a while. Like, you know, weren't they the ones that had Watch Dogs that? that got delayed or whatever, and then when it came out, people were upset with it. And then yeah, they had that Assassin's Creed flop going on, and then, you know, a couple of other things that, that step after step happened. So, but I mean, that's all outside of, you know, hostile takeovers well, and acquisition like it's this. it's not I mean, hostile, though, because they're on the open fucking market. So they can buy them. It's just if they have more money, they can buy more shares. Well, that, that doesn't mean it's not hostile. It's just, you know, it's still... A thing where the people running the company and the shareholders aren't aren't crazy about somebody coming in and going, yeah, here's all the money I own you now. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Well, they hey, if you didn't want it to get bought by somebody, you shouldn't put it up for sale. Well, they, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just you should buy a majority stake, you know, stakehold in it because if you don't want your position to get 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 rattled, well, then you know. <laughs> But then again, this is all stuff that none of us have had any expertise in, because... Uh, <laughs> oh, I remember when I had 
90% of Ubisoft. Oh. How much? How many of the voting rights of this show do you have, Frank? <laughs> well, seeing as how it was going to not go on if I wasn't on, apparently, I... Well, we would have just gone on on a sa- on Saturday, but then somebody said, "No, let's do it on a Friday." So then would have was... came on and said, "Frank, Ian, hello." And we're like, "We did that shit already, son." Then I just say, well, "No, it's my show." I it's in the hopper. <laughs> ben will be on the show by himself. You'll have so, your uh, private show nobody will listen to, and I'll just put mine on the street. Well, guess what? They guys, know my channel. Issue. I can put it on well, my channel. Yeah, like I I remember a couple times I was like. Hey, I might not be able to be on the show. Uh, like, if you want, you could do it by yourself tonight. And I, he was like, "No, I'll wait for you." I will wait. No, I like having people on the show to talk about. I mean, I don't think everybody just wants to listen to me telling you what to do. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you could I? You know. Anyway, well, it's nice having opinions bounce back and forth, so you get Why different you? angles of it. Why but, you? Um, yeah, like, it is crazy, like, I'm not sure the purpose people, the reason companies decide to be on the open stock market, I guess, is is so that you have the illusion that you can, people can help drive the company, I guess, but... Well, there's uh, lots of reasons to do it, I mean, the, the biggest one is obviously bring in more money. Yeah, that, too. So, but, you know, if you do it wrong, you can totally screw things over. But anyway, so now it's... I mean, like, if hmm? you have your, if you, you have this whole board of people, though, of investors and everything, they, uh-huh. like, you get, you're the founder and CEO, you, at the end of the day, you'd be kicked out, man. <laughs> well, ask Steve Jobs about that. Well, you know, or at least read up about when, he, when that happened with him. Yeah. Anyway, so now... Rio did, not just like mostly did. <laughs> so anyway, uh, let me bring in some new stories I found before the show started. Uh, Netflix announces new Henson series with Julie Andrews. So, uh, yeah, we're not doing that till the end of the news. <laughs> it's the end. No, it's the end of your news. That's no, mine. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. New preschool series from the Jim Henson Company, co-created by the legendary Julie Andrews, will include guest stars Alec Baldwin, Sarah Bareilles, Titus Burgess, Carol Burnett, Chris Colfer, Josh Groban, Ellie Kember, and Adina Menzel. Adina Menzel. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know know any of these people. So it's got a lot of talk about it. Let's see. Julie and devoted assistant Gus bring the performing arts to a new generation of kids known as the Greenies, played by original puppet characters built by the renowned Jim Henson's Creature Shop. So, it looks interesting. I mean, the thing is, you know, we grew up with the Henson, you know, properties, so, like, you know, to us, it's like, oh, the Fraggles and the and Sesame Street and the Muppets, all, man, that's, you know, that's all sacred, but it's like, and now here's the new stuff. It's like, <laughs> I mean... Don't get me wrong, stuff like, you know, Dark Crystal and Labyrinth and all that stuff, man. Uh, what are your what are your thoughts, Franklin? Uh this on Netflix? Yeah. Well, isn't Netflix airing uh, The Joy of Painting with Bob Ross now? Yeah, you yeah, saw my post yeah, on that shit. 
I've seen I've been seeing a lot of people tweeting about hey Jurassic Park is on Netflix and it still holds up. <laughs> Everyone's like go watch it now. <laughs> so I mean Netflix man they're being you know they're they're a pretty big player nowadays man I mean they're you know they they bring out some quality stuff and sometimes not so quality stuff but they bring out a lot more stuff. There's a lot of you know content out there with them. Yeah, my I was just talking with my girlfriend today, and uh, she's get she's uh, was arguing on the phone with their cable company because yeah, she's she has Netflix and everything, and she's just trying to get rid of her cable TV and internet because she's paying pretty much like two hundred dollars for both of them, which is ridiculous. Uh, well, does, does she have cable TV for HBO to watch Sesame Street? <laughs> no. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That's she's, hilarious. <laughs> she's just trying to be like what I'm doing now, and just uh, just having the internet. And they, like me, they were they they keep running around with circles where they're like, oh yeah, we can sell you over this package and this package, and they pretty. I don't much want a package. I just you. want. I don't want a package. I just want it down. Well, the longer they talk to you, the more statistically the you know. It's like, it doesn't hurt them any unless you decide to go, well, I don't want this, I'll shut it all up. It's like, if they can keep you talking till okay, so you, you want this package? All right, we'll sign up. No, wait, wait, wait. You know, so you're saying what, they wear you down pretty much, so. It's like they have, you know, they have nothing to lose. I mean, if you're already, you know, going, if you're already downsizing anyway, it's like if they can talk you into something and thinking you're getting a better deal when you are or aren't, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Julie Andrews. So, Julie's Green Room began shooting this May in Long Island, New York. The 30-minute episodes will premiere globally on Netflix in July, I mean, in early 2017. Julie's Green Room is a Netflix original produced by the Jim Henson Company and is executive produced by Julie Andrews, Emma Walton-Hamilton, and Steve Saar, and Lisa Henson, and Hal Stanford for the Jim Henson Company. Emmy Award-winning actor and writer Joey... Mazzarino is co-producer and director. Tom Kenniston is producer, and Emmy Award winner Bill Sherman joins the series as composer. I mean, you know the Henson, the Henson Company. They do, they do good work. You know, both in just child entertainment and like you know, like you know stuff that adults sit and watch with their kids and go, well, at least it's not terrible. Yeah, uh, if you if you look at like Hulu and uh, Netflix, you'll see. Uh, like the popular shows are usually children shows because they throw some shows like watch this while folding laundry. Well, it's like you know Sesame Street. Like I was flipping through the channels one day in the middle of the day, and there was Sesame Street doing a Boardwalk Empire parody, and I was just like, man, to be a fly on the wall at the writer's shop, and it's like you know regular you know adult TV shows, you know Jim, you know Jimmy Kimmel and and all those guys like you know they. They get writers from who worked on Sesame Street because you know they're they know what's funny. It's like they happen to be doing kid stuff. But anyway, uh, this next article I th- I thought was interesting. I I saw I'd seen an article about something like this, and I had trouble finding the exact one. But uh, th- this one experienced this sci-fi future of 3D bioprinting with artist Floris Kayak's The Modular Project. So. Did you see our article last week about the stem cell hand? <laughs> stem yeah, cell hand. 
I don't. I don't. I can't remember. I've seen a lot of articles Are you about watching like, you know, show. I don't care. I looked through the the, the news stories because I had to put them on the in the blog post, Frank. But you know, I think it's interesting the whole you know three D printing organs and stuff because I mean it's a good cause. You know, it's it's like if you can help people a get organs that they need without having to be on a huge wait list and also not get rejections. You know, that's great. It's just. You know, it's just you know the whole art thing of this being freaky. The whole modular body, you know, growing parts and experimenting with them. And hmm. I don't know. I, I, the article I saw link, linking about it was talking about how you know I I saw it was like artists doing this thing. It's like well you know they're scientists, but then you get artists trying to go well let's see what we can do here because <laughs> it is kind of going to be an art in some respects, isn't it? Ian? I mean there's science, but yeah. then there's like, okay, if you can grow an arm, but what do you do with it? Well, <laughs> well, like, I had to have some, like, really uh, crazy fillings on my teeth uh, at the dentist, and he pretty much had to, like, you know, like, sculpt in the body and everything for the filling. It was, it's pretty much, and it, my teeth was, like, perfect after that, and it's, it's crazy. That's, like, an art form in itself, just, yeah, like, I had to... dentistry, you know. Well, I mean, when I had to go back and start seeing a dentist after a few years off, like, I had to have some caps put on, and they, like, they're like, we're, there's not much anatomy on this one because, like, we didn't have, you know, you had a, a bad one come in before, so it's like, it doesn't really look too much like a tooth, but it fits. Because that's the main thing, is when your mouth closes, you want it to close, not look pretty, but not, you know. So, but yeah, um. 3D bioprinting. Like, I, I mean, I've seen stuff before where they print the cartilage for ears and implant it under the skin of animals to test it and whatnot. It's like, yeah. I mean, yeah. this is—it's crazy, but it's also—it's—it's it's really cool that it's going to happen. I just think there's going to be a lot of people who are going to have concerns about this. You know, it's like, oh, it's—it's it's a living thing. It's like, well, if it doesn't have a brain, if it doesn't, you know, like, I don't know. What are your thoughts, Frank? Uh, it's a hand, Frank. <laughs> okay, give me an exact question here, Ben. What do you think of 3D printing bio parts? Hey, if it could help somebody, sweet. I heard that they came out like last month or whatever. They tried to do like the first, the world's first uh, uterus. Implant or something like well, that. Well, they did uh, a transplant. They did that one and it worked. And then they, they also did a penis transplant too. Yeah, they did that one recently. And you know, I think transplants are you know it's awesome. That's you know that people are able to get you know get things transplanted. But it's like I've, I I watched a documentary on transplanting hands and like you know you think oh it's just gonna be replacing it. it's like well the one guy he barely was able to use it, it was, his body was rejecting it so like the nails were you know, kind of shedding, and, like, you couldn't really cup with it, you know, and it's, like, it's it's fascinating, but it's still, you know, a thing of, like, let's graft this onto and hope this works, you know. I mean, there's a lot of elective surgeries. Like, I, did you hear about that guy who had, who had his uh, larynx transplanted because his got crushed when he was, like, you know, in his 20s or something, and he really wanted to be able to talk again, and then they... Like, a few hours after the surgery, he was talking, but it was very froggy and creepy. <laughs> it's like, I mean, if you mess that up, man, that's 
I don't know. There was that guy who once wanted to be the world's first head transplant patient because he's, you know, his body is collectively getting worse and worse. And he's like, if it gives me a chance to live a life, I'll take it. He's, it's like, man. Yeah. On a similar note, Frank, did you see uh, Linus's video about that at the uh, tech event or whatever? I forget what it was called. That Which was... one? He had several. Uh, the modular PC where it was pretty much the yeah uh, PC. I, I I agree with him. Uh, sounds great in theory, but will Asus follow through with it? Yeah, well, I don't know. He, he was fairly negative about uh the other video where he was talking about Noxua fans, how they're you know not delivering a lot. Fuck you! They're the best fucking coolers and fans. I'm I've seen people who went who are like only water cooled that are like. I've just switched this thing, and I, I air cooling's fine. I have no problems. I mean, this thing, I, I told you I'm having a problem with it crashing, but that might be the GPU. That can't be the CPU cooler if it's the GPU. So, But there's, it's really quiet. Uh, if I shut it off, I have to look at the light and wait for the light to turn off. Half the time, I don't know if the fucking fans are going. So, But, the, well, but yeah. they're not RGB, Frank. They're not RGB. I don't have... I don't, say, I, did you see there was a guy who uh, on uh, Battle Stations who's like got RGB everything? He's got an RGB fucking mouse pad. How <laughs> annoying would that get? That's right. crazy. Okay, so you guys are talking about something else, so I guess it's time for me to bring in another interesting story. This one I was telling you about before the show. Oh, Chinese, no. Chinese boy born with 31 fingers and toes. Parents hope for surgery. Well, and if they were in the south of America, they'd be like, we're just going to love them like these. Oh Hong Kong's That's mother shows her son's feet. The infant was born with 16 toes. Meet Hong Kong. He's oh. almost four months old, lives in China, and has 31 fingers and toes. That's not a typo. The boy was born with, in January with 15 fingers and 16 toes in Pinyang County and Hunan Province. He, he also has two palms on each hand and no thumbs. Aww. Doctors diagnosed Hong Kong with polydactylism, a condition that happens on humans, dogs, and cats, giving them yeah. extra fingers and toes. Polydactyl is a pretty common condition, affecting about one in every 1,000 live births, according to Children's Health Care of Atlanta. Often the extra digits are removed surgically. Hong Kong's parents are, are trying to raise enough money so their son can undergo the life-changing operation. The condition is usually passed down in families, which is the case for Hong Kong. So... Hopefully, the boy's mother also has. The, the boy's mother, mother also had dactylism with, with six fingers and toes. While she was pregnant, both parents were worried their child would inherit the condition. Right now, Hong Kong is too young to undergo surgery. The infant's father, Zhu Chengli, told CNN. In the meantime, his parents are seeking medical advice on how to treat their son. But yeah. I have a question. Yes, yeah. Ian? What? Which finger should you be offended by, then? Uh, hold on. Well, that's his foot. How many... Does he have the same... Middle finger, or is it... Hold on, hold on. Does he have the same... Middle finger. Does he have 15, well, 15 fingers and two palms on each hand, but no thumbs, and 16 toes. Okay, if he has 15, what that would mean that there it's an odd number, right? So is there a middle one, then? Yeah, if it's an odd one, there should be a middle so one. So whatever the middle one is, that's the fucking one, buddy. So that you should be offended anyway, by that one. Can you imagine the... that? That'd be 
Can you imagine the parents getting a, a tattoo of his uh, footprint from his birth certificate? God damn it. <laughs> anyway, I just thought I'd, I'd, I'd share this one. I mean, I know about polydactylism because of, you know, polydactyl cats, a.k.a. Yes. thumb cats. Well, mitten paws is another term we use. We had a we have one that comes around here every so often that's adorable. She's got mitten paws. Okay. Well... Yeah, enough about pterodactylism or whatever. Let's move hey, on to Ian, the next Ian, one. Ian, Ian, why can't you hear a pterodactyl urinate? Why? Because the P is silent. Oh, you guys. <laughs> well, anyway, so... I'll give a thumbs up. Hopefully the person's thumb can give you a thumbs up, too. So... Here's that... Anyway, I was I was also going to toss in about some Google Doodles recently, because while I was at QuickDraw, this happened to be the uh, the the Google Doodle while I was looking over my film. I said, "Oh, that's really great. It's animated. It's got some nice motion. It's Frankie Manning's 102nd birthday. That dance motion looks pretty sweet." The text. Hmm. No, 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 it's up at the top. It's an image, but it's not loaded in your, your browser for some reason, Ian. I need to refresh it. Huh. Mmm. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know, Ian. I'm concerned now. Am I going to have to screen capture to show the folks at home? Hold on. Let me get, what? see if I can get this on Google oh. Chrome. Google! You mean you're not on Chrome already? Hell no. You don't know if you are? I said hell no. Oh, hell no? What? I don't know. I just like all the plugins on Firefox. Look, there's Firefox for Chrome too, or plugins for Chrome too. Check it out. I gotta write something down. Here's here's my pen. What, uh, what is it, Frank? Is that Dora the Explorer or Disney? Strawberry Shortcake. Oh. Okay. <sighs> anyway. Hey, you better screen share for this one. No, you... Okay, let me just go over to my other screen. Okay, there's me. So we got Frankie Manning's on her second birthday. You got the crazy swing dance. Great style. If you, you know, if the Google Doodles are awesome, and I think it's great that they don't always go with the expected holiday. Even though some people get upset and they're like. It should be posted on Christmas. It's Jesus. It's like, well, that's on on the 25th, but we can talk about other things that happen, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I thought it, now that you have it up. <laughs> oh, man, of course it does. And also, uh, there's another one over here. A uh, lot... Any... Uh, lot... What? Lot... Lot... Niger, I'm not exactly sure. I think I don't. I'm trying to think what what nationality 
she created visually stunning and fantastic and fantastical films using black cardboard, scissors, and boundless imagination. Predating Walt Disney by nearly a decade, she pioneered a style of animation that relied on thousands of photos of paper cut German out film director Ben. Where? Where does it, where it, it say German? I didn't see you, Frank. I just right said here. this. Right here. Where? At the bottom? A thing I didn't see? What, what? Where I'm screen sharing it, motherfucker. Frank, I got, I've got, I'm got. i looking at a screen. I have to go look at your screen and then click another screen. I'm just trying to tell, tell people here anyway. But yeah, it's a 170th birthday for this animator here. She, she made the Adventures of, of Prince Ahmed, you know, which is Ahmed. Here you go. Thanks. That's her. That's that's her. That's her wiki. Wiki wiki. Uh, I'm linked the uh, the wiki for uh, Adventures of Prince Ahmed, and then there's also her wiki. See, uh, Charlotte Lote. Uh, yeah, 1899 to 1981. Right, German. Yeah, German. Yeah. Yeah, Frank. I had the Wikipedia. I didn't have the Wikipedia page up. I was reading from the Google Doodle page about it. But thanks for interrupting me. So, I just uh, thought you said I don't know what her nationality is. I said uh, German. Well, you know, I was uh, trying to get through reading the whole bunch here, but you know, cardboard animation. It looks, you know, it looks like silhouette animation. That, you know. Paper cutout, silhouette style, and it's very, you know, I, I love a. I love the fact that it's a woman animator that Google is honoring and showing this this awesome style. So, it just uh, stopped screen sharing now. So I thought I thought I'd mention that because I, I, got I saw loud. what you got loud. But anyway, I think I think that's awesome. I like the, I really like the Google Doodles, and, and sometimes they can show you somebody like, hey, here's somebody who does a cool thing. Or sometimes they put Pac-Man in your browser, which is also awesome, right? Uh, Pac-Man. Batman and Pac-Man are not the same, Ian. I don't. No, 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 no. Comfort, comfort the widow, widow Pac-Man. <laughs> anyway. So, yes, Frank, we're done. So now it's, I guess it's time oh, really? to choose. No, guess no it's time. I thought you had, like, ten other news articles, man. You, like, you were you were taking a while on that news, and it was like... No, I was just going for quality news. Um, oh. So, uh... Well, I can... Well, then... Well, now you can play the... <laughs> Unless Frank had any news he wanted to share. Nope. Yeah, he, uh... He just, Frank uh, don't care. Is there any exciting news in the world of pinstriping there? You know, that's not the only thing I do, right, Ian? It's the only thing he remembers you doing. Is there oh. any exciting news in the uh, refabbing your one car that you have? That's yeah. a 
Is there ex- any exciting news in no, the uh, going to work it. and going home? I haven't touched my car because it's been either 30 degrees or 100 fucking degrees and pouring down rain. I'll tell you what, guys. What's when that? When I left here, I was when I when I left, the weather jumped between 70 to 30. So some days you need a, a jacket or a coat. Other days you could wear one, but it was whatever. I went to Calgary, and I called home, and Dad's like, "Oh, it's 80 degrees out here." And I get to the Toronto airport, flying back. Yes, monkey man. Um, another note about rain meter. Uh, other than just telling you the weather and the time, it'll pop up. You needed a jacket today. It's chilly out. Well, you know there's an app just for telling you whether you need a sweater, a coat, or a jacket. There's an app for that. I think it's called Swajacket. So, but but yeah. Frank, do you you ever like to be any of those, do you wear shorts with long sleeve things ever? No. That's a fashion thing. No. I'll wear a hoodie. The guys who wear a jacket or a hoodie. The guy on a motorcycle in shorts, flip-flops, and a hoodie. Yeah. No, no. I'll if I'm wearing shorts and I need to go outside to take the trash out and it's pouring down rain, I might throw a hoodie on to keep my whole upper body from getting wet. But uh, you know that, and I don't want to show this beautifulness off to everybody. You gotta pay admission, baby. Anyway, that's right. You know when I when I flew to Calgary, Holy I got the dates crap. mixed up. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, no. oh shit! I done. Okay. Well, that's, that's new. My, my widgets were on top of my uh, window, and I was like, yeah. widgets were on fire. <laughs> yeah. Nope. When I, when, I, on fire. when I arrived in Calgary, the screening was supposed to be on the 27th. Somehow, I booked my flight back to be the morning of the screening rather than the day after. So I had to cancel my flight and book a new one. And I'm still not exactly sure if I got reimbursed properly for it because I, when I booked it, it might have been through the Canadian website and they kind of had me log in back and forth and stuff. It was awkward. But when I when I left here, left here at 5 in the morning, drove down to Columbus, flew to Dallas, flew up to Calgary. <laughs> if, it's like I get to I get to the gate in, in Dallas. I'm like, okay, I got some time. I can get some deep. We are boarding in ten minutes. Well, I guess not. <laughs> Just board the plane, fly up there, three and like a half hour flight or whatever. I I book my my flight back, and I just go through the Toronto airport, and it's like a labyrinth. Like I expect to see the ghost of David Bowie going. No man, I'm not messing with this. Like they're like go to my thing said gate F. Okay, and I kept walking, seeing signs. Gate F. Okay, gate F. Okay, go go down some stairs, down this little narrow corridor. I'm like, I'm seeing less and less of the full airport. <laughs> and it's like, I I and it's I finally find the gate, and I'm sweating because I've been wearing a coat and I'm trying to carry it along with me, and it's suddenly 80 degrees, <laughs> and it's like I stop having a bagel. It just dripping sweat. I need something to eat. I haven't eaten to di- you know since whenever the hell I left. But yeah, the Toronto airport is it was weird, man, because they had it was all in like a back alley, <laughs> and then they had like six gates at the same thing. So people would be walk out, go, oh hey, is our flight boarding yet? Uh, no, they're boarding this one. Okay, and then they just all walk towards the same gate. I'm like, what good is this doing you? Nobody is going to get be able to board. It's like six different flights are all standing there waiting. 
That's ridiculous. That's getting to be goddamn ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, That's man. It's like to be. I just I decided to fly because it's like a 29-hour drive. You know, because when I I did I was talking to I I well I emailed Tyler and I called him on the phone to discuss the the thing and he's like oh where are you, where are you at I'm like oh I'm in Ohio and he's like well that's he's like well, we're right across the border aren't we I'm like no he's like oh I just looked at the map yeah he's like I don't really know where the you know the things are in the state I'm like don't worry most Americans couldn't tell you what a state which state was which if they didn't have the name written on it <laughs> you know, so but yeah I decided to fly and you know you think would I rather stretch this out over a long drive or would I rather fly and just be miserable for, for the one day? Because that's what it is. It's like walking to the gates. It's like you land and then you've got to spend... I, I just wanted to get to my gate and then find something to eat. And I'm walking for so long, by the time I get to my gate, it's almost time to board. I'm like, I haven't had anything to eat. I don't know. They changed the gates on you? It's crazy. What's the deal with airlines? Airline food, am I right? <laughs> I just had the beverages because they kept walking around going, Would you like to buy some food? No. <laughs> it's like, Am I going to overpay? It's like when they sell Wi Fi on the flight. This flight is an hour and a half. Would you like to buy Wi Fi? No, that's okay. I'm okay so, with not checking Twitter. <laughs> hey, Ian. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a speed fan? Yeah, I've, I've not. Known about that for a long time. Uh, only, I was meaning to watch Jay was supposed to do a ne- new episode, uh, or a video I, about I, it explaining <clears throat> why. Because people are like, "Well, you change the speeds on the fans and stuff, but it, it's not doing nothing." So he's gonna explain what you have to do with all this shit. Well, my uh, like, rate meter has uh, it can monitor your uh, CPU uh, temps and your fan speeds and all that, but you have to have these separate apps running in the background, which, whatever, I don't care. Well, it says my, uh, it says, uh, negative 63 Celsius. Huh. I don't, hmm. I don't know if that's, a. Uh, I don't I'm know if that was, when I was flying to Calgary, Frank, the outside temperature was negative 75 Celsius, so unless you're, uh, inside of a plane, go <laughs> Um. Yeah. Anyway, I think we're well, starting to ramble on. So the real temperature is probably d- taking off the negative sign. It's probably sixty-five. So I don't know. So look, I mean, whoever whoever wrote the skin for this widget, it's in there somewhere. I I just don't feel like fucking with it. Well, I think it's time for us to do the the mighty trivia and for me to uh, flex my mental muscles. And uh, whoop everybody's butt and show you why I come on this show. They come on for your the hope that you'll change your shirt one day. Well, let's stomp a mud hole in his ass, Ian. Well, let me just tell folks at home, I wear Hawaiian shirts because I like to remind myself that even when I'm in my studio working, it's still a mini vacation because I get to do what I want. I, and I have that freedom of being able to be Freedom. It's almost business casual in a way. It's it's a dressy shirt, but it's also rebellion. Oh, I'm sorry, I yeah. fell asleep while you're talking there. Ben's Ben's trying to per- 
pretend he's in like a Hawaiian resort with his full spectrum bulbs, pretending the sun's out. Meanwhile, in reality, he's in his mom's basement. Yeah. What's wrong with my mom's basement? You talk smack about my mom, I'll come over to your house and whoop your ass. No. That's what I thought. It's just being in the basement is uh well, I got a basement studio. Conditions. I got a, I got a, I got a, a dirt, dirt floor basement. His basement their basement's nicer than mine. Yeah. <laughs> except except theirs has rotten canned goods in it. Oh, just because we had that Rugrats soup that was in there, it's best best by two thousand. I'm like, wait, we didn't move in till after that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, what's uh, this week's trivia going to be, fellas? I don't know. You guys, like, me and Frank, we've been liking the... We, we like doing the gauntlet. The acad- we like doing the academic ones, don't we, Frank? Yeah, because then we test who knows what. And apparently, yeah. I surprised Ian with my knowledge. Yeah, you did. Well then. Um, I, I have that many lists, uh, but we could probably just search for the topics. Because, like, I had... Uh, Uh, trivia links here, but uh, it's hard to keep track of what we did and what we didn't do, right, Frank? Yeah, we kind of did really almost all of them. Yeah. The all ones right. we didn't do were the boring ones, so that's the shit that'll right. probably want to do. Like, we could choose a top one for each of us. Like, what's what kind of subject would you like to do, Ben, for the uh, for your five? I guess like how about, what's how about your full- favorites? How about philosophy? philosophy? Yeah. Did I, did I have that one in there? No, I don't think I did. What, what, they should definitely have that. I mean, heck, if they had injection molding on there, they should have fucking <laughs> philosophy. That was hilarious. And they didn't have anything on WWE, which is what? <laughs> well. I mean, still... Is that how you spell philosophy? <laughs> No, with an S O P H. What? Oh. Okay. Oh, here we go. Philosophy and philosophers. Political philosophy. Well, I picked the topic. You pick the actual quiz you want to do, because you can pick it by the difficulty, I suppose. We could do a tough one, I guess. I mean, go right on ahead. Lots of fill in the blanks. No, don't want to do fill in the blanks. How about this? Is the part where people get up and go to the bathroom and get a beer. How about philosophy, ideas, and people? All right, bring it on. Oh, I get it. Shit, I am not prepared. Oh, I didn't study. Oh. Oh. No, I mean, I... Turn the page, my... wash your hands. Turn the page, wash your hands. <sighs> uh, I, I didn't have my trivia shit ready here. We didn't even have the trivia theme song going, Eaton. Yeah, let's get we... that going. Yeah, trivia, Ian. <laughs> 
Furious Eve and also Frank and Ben. Check it out, Ben. I'm your I'm your blues guy. Boom, 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 boom. Because he did one chord the whole time. No, uh, some other chords. Anyway, uh-huh. that's we couldn't that's do a, that one unfortunately because that one didn't have a untimed quiz. Well, pick another one. How about philosophy fact file, and that one's average. All right, let's do Unless it. Then. God damn it. How about uh, Journey Through Western Philosophy? Let's try that. What the heck? They like get rid of the. Uh oh. Is the oh, H always untimed? Uh, Let's see, what was I? Greek philosophy and math. Uh, let me check. Hopefully, they can get rid of that thing. Let me check my. Uh oh. Well, is HTML untimed? Uh, it says relax and take your time, so... Let me, let me see this. Yeah, these are the quizzes that I had before. I know these had untimed ones when I was looking at them. Shit, they might have rearranged their site or something. Oh, they change it so you you can't get the answer with each one you take. The jazz kick as. Hmm. Uh, um. Whoa! Oh. <sighs> See, I gotta get in my other computer here. VNC. Okay. Excuse me. Hmm. Okay, Barney. Damn. Damn. Do those show you the answers if you if you answer one? Well, I know they showed you, but we, you would have to see all the answers after we answered it. So. Oh, it doesn't doesn't show you when you take one. Well, no, I mean it'll show you the answers after you. After we answer each one at the end, though, we wouldn't be able to, like, we'd have to answer each of those, and then we wouldn't be able to get it right away. We'd have to get it at the end, you know what I mean? Okay. Um, like, say if I click on one, uh, and then you'd have, to, you'd have to click on submit my answers. Oh, we ate that. Well... Let's see, play as timed quiz. Start. Uh, um. 
So I guess we can't muck around, huh? If we want to do timed. But I like mucking around and shit. Too bad, Frank. But, but... We try doing... Ooh. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. Mm. Well, what do you gentlemen want to do? I just want to go home and see my family. That's what I was well, saying could... the entire time I was trying to fly back. Uh, I mean, we could try doing it. The questions are short, and it gives you a lot of time, I guess. All right, well, let's try a timed one then, Ian. Hold on a second. I got to minimize something I have up here. Okay, let me pull the... Okay. Um, All right. Uh, All right. If this doesn't work out, then we'll have to do the HTML ones. Well, we're only doing the first five anyway, so... Did you... Which is characterized by Tim... Oh, I'm sorry. Which is characterized by attempting to live a simple, healthy life in the peaceful state of mind without emphasis on luxury or material <coughs> possessions. Logical p positivism, atheism, epicureanism, empiricism. Ian? I'll say... Uh, this A. Logical positivism. Logical positivism? Yeah. I guess I go, I'll go with A as well. Is that where you're going with, Frank? Got yeah. Ten seconds, come on. Oh. Oh, Epicureanism. <laughs> you guys are all rattling on. Is that what you're going with? True or false, Thomas Hobbes believed that people would be nasty and brutish towards each other if left ungoverned. True. Or false. Oh boy. Um, I'll say true. I'll say yeah, false. I'm going true yeah. as well. Yeah, true. See, I was just guessing. This man believed that people left ungoverned would be more civilized toward each other. He wrote. Two treatises of government. English philosopher. Franklin? I have no fucking idea. Ian? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to skip this one, too. <laughs> uh, Thomas Paine? John Locke. I should have known. Oh, well. Did Simone de Beauvoir ever marry? Yes or no? Uh, I'm going to say no. I'll say no. I'll say no. And Why the fuck are they mentioned if he did? Who gives a shit? She never married. Who would care if she did? Uh, you got one. Um, 
Let me see. I have an idea. Oh no. I wonder if I copy this. Uh, I was hoping I would be able to copy this, and then like if we if we were running low on time, I could close that, and then we could keep doing it. You know. <laughs> well, how many we got left? Yeah. Last one. Which of these is a belief system that suggests that observation of facts is preferable to acceptance of dogmatic teaching as, a, as the basis for developing a meaningful philosophy? Cynicism, utilitarianism, existentialism, empiricism. This would be me. I'm going to say empiricism. I'd say utilitarianism. I'm going to say existentialism. Oh, man, got it right, I think. Or was it is a... Yeah, this quiz. Yeah. Yeah, this quiz blows. All right, well. Well, which, which one do you want? What kind of subject would you want to do, Frank? Oh, I just made myself dizzy. Hold on. Okay. Uh... Let's go with uh, punk rock music. That's not a category taught in school, Fuck Frank. Fuck Music isn't. Maybe at rock and roll high school. Rock, 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 rock and roll high school. Fuck you. Alright. What did you say? He said punk rock. Okay, I'm sorry. I was trying to look in their news. Yeah, it Removed that for some reason. Why don't you uh, hold there when there's a quiz search and like big at the top? Huh? Never mind. Doesn't matter. Oh, you you want to do this one here? No, just. What do you want me to search for, Frank? No, I was saying the the tab where you selected the search. The the there was another big ass thing above it that said the same thing. You like selected. See, look, quiz search right there. You didn't have to open search and then type select which one. You could just type uh, it. I'm just uh, saying it would have been easier, but it doesn't uh, fucking matter. You know, you know this would have been easier? Not going on like this, Frank. Okay, okay. so should we do it a difficult one or. Let's uh, do. Uh, uh, do I want to do very difficult? No. Uh, let's do the let's do uh, number seven. You want to do the real punk. You must know more than Blink-182 to proceed. Go ahead and read the questions, Frank. Okay. Well, I hope it's not timed. No, unfortunately it is. Relax well, and take do you want to? Since there's only five questions, do you just want to do these? Just do the first sheet. Okay. Okay, yeah, which bedroom? I was trying. You interrupted me. Thanks. And you're Which sitting here fussing about it. Are you, are you done? Okay. Which Bad Religion album contains the song Skyscraper, Live 95, Generator, Recipe for Hate, or The Grey Race? Oh, Jesus. Uh. Jesus. Uh. 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 
Let's say... Recipe for hate? I don't, I don't know. I'm so sure. Ian? Uh, let me say generator. I'm going to say the gray race. It went blue. Can you click on it? Okay, so... <laughs> Everybody remember your answers. <laughs> okay. Okay, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so... And then we find through Okay, so <sighs> I'm going to go with... <laughs> You're going with... Uh, I'm going with C. This. Okay. I'm going with D. No, oh, no Frank's going. going with C. I'm going with D. Okay. All right. Gonna, uh, do this. Boy, these people oh, at this quiz site really made our, our jobs harder. <laughs> yeah. Well, if well, it's like this, I well, I could a, I I'll probably make something with this then. Uh, it's only five uh, questions. It's only the one quiz. I mean, shit. The, right, the, right. the words in the last quiz were like, "Fuck it, I'm not reading the answer to this. It takes next, longer." Yeah. Your next one, Frank. Finish the quote. Sweet, lovely death. I have waited for your breath. Come, sweet death. Really? Seriously? This. Let's let Ian ask, answer this one. Um, I'm going to say dig up her bones. So I'm going to say C. Are you, she, okay. One last caress. It is, it is A. I said, Franks, you're going with A. It, no, it is A. Okay. Ben so. said A as well. Not a, not a big Misfits fan, Ian. <laughs> no. Okay. Ben and I both said A. Okay. What about this one here? Who is the bassist for No Effects? Tom Herrera, Skinny Tim, Fat Mike, or Fat Rick? Uh, I guess this is me. That would be Fat Mike. I, too, will be going with Fat Mike. I guess I will too then. <laughs> okay. Um. Which of these is not a punk album? And out come the wolves. Act your age. No more faith. Thicker than water. Ooh. I'm going to say no more faith. Say act, act your age. I'll go with thicker than water. Okay, so Frank so went it. C, I went with D, 
and Ian wouldn't be. And go ahead, Frank. The last one is so. This is this is this is on the real punk. The lead singer for Green Day is Billy Joe Armstrong, which is true. Yes, it is true. Okay, I'll go with true as well. Right? You, you seriously don't know, Ian? And we we'll just yeah. we'll just enter something in for the last one because that's not part of the thing. Okay, I'm not even gonna bother to put in. Well, I think actually. you have to, don't you? No, I mean I'm gonna I'm just gonna put in like the first one for all of them. Oh, the we'll last two. Okay. In. Oh, what's the name of the singer of the left dropkick movies? That's actually a pretty good album. Hmm. Oh look, number nine had the answer to one of the other questions. Alright, yes. so we got oh, Recipe for Hate. Which is what I said. Yeah, I was wow. I was suspecting that, but I wasn't sure. I don't, I, I really like Bad Religion, but I don't have many of their albums. So I have them. I just don't remember what's on which one. Cause I've got. There will be. Some. Yeah, I've got that one. I've got. Uh, what's the one with no substance on it? Is that just no substance? I can't fucking remember. Okay, and then. So I've seen them live a bunch of times. What's number two? Where is the question for number two? Oh, uh, yeah. Everyone except... Uh, well, did Ian guess with us on that one? No. He get, we oh, let him guess first. Oh, he, he said dig up, up, up bones. bones. Oh, it's one he last one. Dig up bones. You fucking made it so hard, man. <laughs> um... Sorry, Ian. No, it's not your fault. I'm talking to the website. Oh. Recipe for Hate. So that was C. Mm -hmm. so and Ian gets you just a generator. Frank guessed Recipe of Hate, so he got that one. So I got right. one. Um, I got one on the punk uh, test. <laughs> and then Frank and I both got the Misfits one, number two. Yeah. We we both got number two there. Okay, so because I got something to say. Bottom. Correct. The answer was Fat Mike. Yes. So, so who guessed? Oh. You guessed that one too, right? Because you All said three of us uh, got that one. He said, yeah. "If you're guessing that, sure." Okay, and then four. The correct answer was No More Faith. So I guessed that one. Yeah, Frank. Got, I was, I was, I was debating that one, and I went, "Well, Frank's guessing one, I'll guess the other." Well, well, when he scrolled down, it was an H two O album, so. Um. And what was the last? But yeah, one? five is definitely true. So yeah, we all went so. true, so we all get one. Okay, so we got so, five more. So Ben and I are neck and neck. Yeah. Um, I like how the score is all. Oh wait, it's four six. I thought it was six 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 for a second. It's like metal. Me, Satan. Good this isn't metal. It's punk. When punk goes metal. Okay, 
Okay. Ian, which one are you going with? Um, I'm going to go with show tunes. <laughs> Anything goes. You ever seen a movie about, about a Gershwin? This is a song about a whale. No! I guess I'm going to no. go with happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. I'm going to use the easy way now. The easy way. Uh, how about... Oh, audio. Let's see what comes up. <laughs> nope. Uh, really, in like a thousand, one hundred and ten thousand quizzes, it gives you f six results or five um. results. And none of them are relevant. And all, and all of them suck. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. Uh, what? Okay, let's do a video game one because we talked about video games a lot. Yeah. Video games. Video games. Buffy video games, really? Huh. There's only two. I wonder. Yeah, let's just do a video games mixture, and then, uh, ooh, how about cheat codes? Oh no, I don't know that crap. Oh, I'll I'll take the zero. Oh, Norton reported some shit. Yeah, let's... Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> They're all tough or difficult, so no. How about this... How about this one here? Video, video game controversies. Sure. Alright. It's only five bucks for it. Yours, Ian, you go ahead and read the oh my huge God. <laughs> read the paragraph questions. Jesus. Oh, my God. It's like a second April, you're going to check that out. On April 20th, 1999, the Columbine school shooting took place in the United States. Politicians and parents groups uh, looked to violence in video games as a possible reason why this uh, atrocity was committed. The two students, Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold, or Klebold, whatever, had, had been known to play video, violent video games, and since their favorites included games like Doom and Wolfenstein 3D for PC, many were quick to blame gaming as the cause of shooting. What genre were these two games? First-person shooter, turn-based strategy, role-playing game. Or a platform. Which one do you think it is, Ian? Uh, I think it's first-person shooter. Yeah, they're FPSs. Yep, first-person. 
Okay. Um. Ian's like, fuck, I gotta do this again. It's like you're coding, Ian. Yeah. It's like I'm coding, so I'm gonna say A. We're all going with A, right? Yeah, because yep. that's a stupid question. This is a tough quiz. I forget. Is the difficulty tough? No, it was an average one. Oh, maybe it's just reading it is tough. So <laughs> read the next ones, because we don't have forever. <laughs> By using a special mod or modification, players of the game Grand Theft Auto San Andreas had the opportunity to access a certain loot minigame. Since the ESRB rating of the game was only mature, several lawsuits were brought upon Rockstar North, uh, the game developers, due to the fact that the consumers have been uh, misled. The rating was changed to adults only 18+, and the makers released a version of the game that had no longer contained the extra minigame. What was the nickname of the controversy that spawned a game, which was also the name of the mod itself. Uh, it was at the uh, Capital Punishment Drama Queen Corporate Ladder or Hot Coffee. This would be me, huh? Yeah. Well, that was, was the, that was the Hot Coffee mod. Yeah, it was, it was the... That's what sure. I'm I actually uh, don't remember the name of it, but sure. Sex and violence aren't the only factors that lead to controversy in video games. Racism has also been a concern. While the game's uh, Custer's Revenge for Atari 2600 was actually purchased by a very slick few, uh, there were still a huge uproar over its content. The game itself was labeled as an adult video game cartridge and couldn't be bought by minors. But the pornographic aspects of the game weren't its uh, main criticisms. True or false, the game, this game went so far as to do, uh, depict okay. the rape of a Native American woman by a naked General Custard. True. Ian, what do you think? I'm going to say true as well. True. If you, if you watch Angry Video Game Nerd, yes, this is true. Okay, on April 20th of 05, and in a heist morbid irony, Danny and a twist. Eden released down the downloadable game Super Combine Massacre RPG. The game went mostly unnoticed until its one-year anniversary uh, in 2006, in which a full-blown controversy erupted. What was the main reason Lee Dunn gave for releasing the game? Uh, he wanted to make money and charge Ten dollars to download the game, created as an indictment of our society at large, and because he himself, a misfit, a loser, and a bully kid, quote unquote, he created it as a memorial for friends he knew from the online massacre. He wanted public publicity and fame, and as soon as the game came out, he appeared on several talk shows. Mm. I say D. I say C. Um, I'll go with B. So Ben's going, you're going with B, Ben? Yes. 
I'm going with C, and Frank's going with D. Uh, in 2002, the Greek government passed Law 3037 of uh, 2002, an electronic game, and in uh, curtailing illegal gambling, its primary purpose may have been reasonable, but the law went so far as to ban all, all electronic games from being played in both public atmospheres, such as internet cafes, and on home computers, according to the law which the following types of games was not banned. Uh, Pre-installed games such as Microsoft Solitaire, all of these were banned. Online games such as Yahoo! Yes, PC games such as uh, such as The Sims. Ian? Um, I would say just the online ones. All these were banned. I remember when this happened. I'm going to say all. Okay. Uh, the, the, so that was it. Yeah. God damn it. Is Wednesday night? Whoops. Yeah. It's not Wednesday night, you lying bitch. It's Friday. <laughs> Is a platform? No, oh, first that's first shooter. Yeah, I forgot. He just hit the first on everyone. I thought that was the correct answer for a second. I was like, what? Okay, so. First person shooter, so we all got that one, right? Yep. Uh huh. Um, uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Hot coffee. Yeah, that one was right, too. Uh huh. Uh huh. Three. That's uh. Answer was true. Yeah, we all said true. Uh, four. Indictment of a society at large. So I believe that was. Wasn't that Benya. B on that one? that one? Yes, I did. So ben, yeah, Ben got that one. Um, oops. Okay, the correct answer was all of these. So you guys both went with that one? Yes. All of these. So that means uh, Ben won on that, Ben. Congratulations, Ben. Yay! I won on my own show. I am the greatest. Now I'm leaving for no reason.
that was a, that was a fun time playing. It wasn't fun actually getting the answers or anything because I don't I don't think our listeners at home are going to enjoy listening to all. This <laughs> not riveting. No. Might need to find another trivia site next week. Um, <laughs> this one kind of sucks. Yeah, it's a shame too because it was a good system for a long time. And now it kind of sucks. But anyway, I'd like to thank my co-host for uh, being on tonight. I'd like to thank Ian for uh, bringing his new stories and manning the trivia, which is an extra challenge this week. So uh, yeah. thank you, good sir. Uh, okay. I'd like to thank my twin brother and arch nemesis Franklin for uh, um, not getting up and making boom boom too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for, for not fighting, I guess. Uh, for sticking around. Uh, okay. <laughs> like I'd like to thank the listeners who stuck around this long. If you stuck <laughs> around this long, if you stuck around this long, the secret answer is falafel. Boobies. No, Frank. Boobs. No. Boobs. 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 Anyway, boobs. And with that Secret all word said, is a bitch. With that all said and done, I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in this week. It's good to be back. Had a nice time. I hope you folks enjoyed me being away. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. And uh, until next time, we'll see you on the other side. Shout out to Soko. Boobs. To find out more, visit NoRightsProductions.com. Follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash NoRights. And hey, why don't you check out my Tumblr at norights.tumblr.com. Thank you.